Okay, guys, I think the next topic I want to talk about is really the next generation of PC GPUs. <laughs> so AMD, NVIDIA and Intel, they've launched the next generation of their you know GPU products. So I'll, I'll, I'll just go through, um, let's say company, you know, by company, just giving the, um, the kind of like highlights and then we kind of maybe get into a bit more detail. So, you know, obviously in Intel have uh, entered the GPU market or maybe re-entered the GPU market or maybe they never left the GPU market. But they certainly kind of like um, uh, released some discrete <laughs> desktop gaming GPUs. Uh, what can you say about that? Well, probably around kind of a, a year too late in terms of uh, releasing them. They're a, a generation or two down now in terms of performance. Massive driver problems, software problems, huge from what I can make out. And they kind of released a, a couple of SKUs that I that I kind of know about the uh, A770 or A770 or an A750. But these are really mid-range GPUs. Um, that as much as I understood, basically um, stack up well against a, a is it a twenty seventy something along those lines, mm. I believe. So a couple of generations down now, um, but you know, at least they were you know fabricated on a fairly fairly modern kind of a TSMC you know N six node. But it it kind of feels at the moment that you know it's already dead, you know. <laughs> A giant like Intel going in the GPU markets, it's already done. And there's been murmurings around whether they, um, you know, whether they will basically continue, <laughs> you know, in this GPU market with this time. And, and just a question, I'm assuming they would have known that they would have, even if it was a really good card, it would have struggled against the competition. Do you think they've entered the market knowing it will take them probably two or three generations of building? Uh, I think chip? so chips that they will eventually get back in i think so i think yeah, okay. i think that would have that would have had to be based on the timing and where they sit in in the, the market that had to be the, the strategy but obviously when they were previewing and kind of like uh let's say marketing the card and you know obviously giving giving the tech talks right i mean my my feeling on on the intel gpus was that Wow, this is a real, you know, feature complete card, yeah, or kind of like set of technology. But the thing was, it it just came out so bloody late, <laughs> you know. It needed to come out a, a lot earlier to be a bit more competitive, you know. There were delays basically, and then when it did come out, you had all these driver issues. I mean, literally, uh, in some circumstances, games not even start. Wow. I mean, it's you know taking us back to the uh, to the 80s or 90s <laughs> <laughs> to the pc gaming you know well done that's real retro yeah but, uh, maybe, maybe maybe that's the experience they were going for. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna release a well a fairly high-end basically subpar software yeah. product <laughs> yeah, yeah high-end software it'll go software. down like a, like a storm <laughs> Yeah, and it did, but not the kind of stomp that it was kind of reckoning on, unfortunately. I mean, not to be cruel, obviously, you, you hear some of the media outlets say, well, 
I can't recommend this card, <laughs> but it's a it's a nice collector's item. To me, that seems quite bloody insulting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they're basically, in other words, say, don't buy this card. If you want to play games, don't buy this card, is what they're going to say. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of feel that it's 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 a shame. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that Intel have got the long game in mind and they continue. But, again, you know, their, their share price had tanked. It, it's what um, they feel that this market's worth kind of, like, pursuing. I mean, they... They basically, uh, let's say, stop certain products. Octane memory, they stop that. So they, they're cutting back themselves. Yeah, they're letting people yeah. go as well. So, so, so I mean, uh, surely that's. I mean, we're about to enter some sort of horrific recession, aren't we? Mm. We're probably already in it, but yeah, we're in. Mm, yeah, and, that, and that's how much do you think that that plays into? I think a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't enter a new market and you know continue to make losses whilst you know trying to cut costs and survive, right? So you know all the you can see all the big companies are doing it, um, just kind of pushing towards that. So um, yeah, it's a it's a yeah. Some of these things they just have to make those difficult decisions, especially with products that aren't making them any money. You know, especially with technology, it's um, it's a continuous thing, isn't it? Because even before the product comes out, you have to expend the millions upon kind of R and D. Because these graphics cards, these CPUs come out every one to two years. I mean, and right now the kind of ex you know it seems like the cadence is every year almost. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of R and D. So they're they're really investing many years in advance, and at some point they need to kind of balance the book somewhat. Mm. So you know that's the dilemma. Yeah. And I think some of the difficulties at the moment, especially the GPU market, right? If we're looking at the uh, specifically the GPUs, with the crypto market and all the stuff in and around it dropping, there's just a there's just too much supply out there. Yeah, there is that. I mean, that does not helping things. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the, the crypto thing is all dying as well. So there's, I guess, that is that affecting the prices yep. and the demand for these? Oh yeah, but, yeah. I think it's affecting necessarily prices. Um, in demand for let's say GPUs, but what is it? What's it doing? It's bolstering the second-hand market. So in many ways, it's indirectly kind of affecting prices. But you know, you you now got a situation where there's a glut of cards there on the second-hand market that people can get get hold of as well. And the other side of things is that um, the last generation of these uh, GPUs maybe didn't necessarily sell as well as they ought to have. So there's there's lots of stock mm -hmm. out there from the thirty series and the you know um, yeah. six thousand series that's but, just not really being moved. Yeah, but so they need to <laughs> offload that. That's that's because Nvidia went into these crazy streaks of cards that people don't need. I mean, like who who in their right mind was buying those thirty nineties? Yeah, everything else. It'll be interesting to see, you know hear what I say next. <laughs> but I mean it's. But, uh, you know, the, the reality is that I've heard that AMD are doing quite well out of their last gen. Mm. Could be CPU, but, you know, certainly there's good prices and bargains to be had there. Mm. I think more so on the CPU market, actually. Mm. Talking about f buying things that you don't need, let's talk about NVIDIA. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I'm usually fairly unkind to NVIDIA. <laughs> but I've I've got to say, this time around... They had both the brute force and the innovation advantage, as far as I'm concerned. You know, business ethics aside, 
they kind of stood, you know, head and shoulders above, you know, everybody else. Um, and I kind of say that, I mean, you know, obviously it's been widely reported that, you know, performance wise, you know, they've got, they've got the king, okay, in the 1490. But what they did that was quite interesting, they, they had DLSS free, uh, and this other thing called NVIDIA Remix. DLSS free uses AI to create, it's kind of like kind of AI generated frames. Mm. Yeah. So obviously to double frame rates, I don't, I don't know what it does to latency. I mean, there's, there's some NVIDIA feature you've got to switch on to kind of manage latency. Um, it goes on by default if you use DSS free, you know, but to me, that's, that's quite innovative, you know, using AI to do that, because I think they kind of like insert this fake frame in between the last and the next, in, well, when I say next, right, that the frames already happened, mm. hence the latency, right? But, uh, just a just a kind of uh, you know double frame rate, and uh, that's quite interesting. Oh, interesting! I mean, I've, I've not even spotted that, so I have, have to look that yeah. up. Um, it's basically interpolation. Yeah, but it's going to have to predict what's going to happen, right? Uh, no, no, it doesn't predict, but because yeah, I mean these frames are generated at such a mm. at such speed, right? That obviously between two frames, you know, insert the fake frame, then obviously mm. you know gets spat out. There's a disadvantage with latency when you do that. Yeah, because the, it's frame, waiting. That, it's the frame that it's you've waiting. already created, if you're using that to to do a frame behind, I'm assuming you're that's you're holding the way off on. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're holding, holding off on on, yeah. on shunting that out. You're holding off on it <laughs> until you put that 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 kind of uh, fake framing. Mm. Hence the the latency kind of overheads that you get when you know. But they, you know, they've tried to to basically not solve but improve that situation with some um, some sort of. Mm kind of NVIDIA feature around latency anyway. And I had that in, in previous generations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But, it, you know, let's assume that it can only improve. Yeah. That is that is quite innovative, mm -hmm. you know, in itself. It's innovative. Mm. What it's actually doing here, Al, obviously frames per second are usually, it's an overhead on the CPU. Mm -hmm. So it's helping for situations where people's rigs have a CPU kind of like a bottleneck, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or they're on lower end CP, you know, CPUs. Maybe they've got a a, a bigger GPU. Mm -hmm. So that's that's quite interesting. That's that's, that's to me real <laughs> innovation. And the thing that re the thing that really caught my eye was Nvidia Remix. Mm -hmm. So they literally took Portal and added ray tracing to it. Ah, they literally took it okay. and added ray tracing to it and it looks amazing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know by the way i mean i think digital foundry also looked at it mm -hmm. um is, is that sorry is that is that um they've, they've changed the game engine first or they used the ai on the chip just to add the i haven't looked at the details of this i really haven't looked at the details of yeah this, okay right? yeah but what i understood from one conversation is that New, newer games use kind of like shaders, which is they're just they're just like these compute units, yeah. Older games don't. Um, and what they've been able to do for these older games is, and it it, it feels like some sort of um, I don't know injection in the in the kind of graphics kind of like pipeline, yeah. For these older games where they've been able to kind of like in, inject in kind of a like step to basically do some sort of kind of like ray tracing. Yeah, uh, maybe on a, on a kind of like frame by frame basis, something along those lines. I'm not I'm not really sure, but when I when I kind of like heard about it, I just thought, wow, that mm. that's that's pretty innovative. And, you know, that's like 
something that no one else is even attempting. <laughs> you know, you're giving your old classic games a, a kind of lease of life, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be every game. Yeah. You know, if you're able to do that, you know, that's kind of wow for me. And, you know, you know, Portal being quite a well-known, you know, like uh, old school game, you know, to see it kind of like with ray tracing. Yeah. And it's the, it's the same game, but it's just been given this kind of NVIDIA, re, you know, remix treatment. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's, that's, that's real innovation. You know, like, I mean, look, NVIDIA... In terms of GPU software and that, they're, they're, they're streaks ahead of anybody else. There's no doubt about that. Streaks ahead. But they've got the brute force advantage as well. This 4090, it basically, how it's been described is almost the generation ahead in terms of performance. Yeah, it's a, it's a generation ahead. Gives us a no compromise solution to run ray tracing at 4k in high frame rates it ticks every one of those boxes and it's not something that you we thought we'd get to until maybe the following generation so they really pulled out the stops to this so what's the downside well it's kind of like you know 1600 dollars or pounds or whatever msrp so it's the most expensive gaming GPU that's ever existed, <laughs> you know, not productivity or, or data center, but gaming, right? Sixteen hundred, yeah. But it actually sold pretty well. It sold a hundred thousand units plus at launch. So there's people out there who want this card at that price. And, and what? Not scalpers? <laughs> not well, yeah. Li literally, I don't think this was even scalped. You know, I mean. But it, what people are really saying is that one of the reasons that the 4090 looks so attractive is because the 4080 and the 4080 12 gigabyte, and AKA 4070 Ti or Ti, whatever the bloody hell they want to call it now, <laughs> uh, after the rebrand, are comparably bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're getting a better, let's say, dollar pound per frame. On the 49. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But you are with these other cards. Yeah, okay, okay. If they've done that, if they've yeah. done that in terms of analysis of performance uh, per pound or yeah. per, you know, per whatever currency that you're in, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know yeah. that I know the, the the 4070 Ti has been absolutely panned uh, based on yeah. reviews I've seen on the, of it. I, I mean, I think the 4080, the 4070, you know, Ti. Because relatively not giving you that much of a boost in performance in terms versus last generation, and I I think the expectation is what you know, thirty ninety will be now. Well, the forty eighty should be comparable to the thirty ninety, uh, forty seven Ti comparable to the you know thirty eighty. You know that's the kind of the, but it, it's not favourable versus the kind of prices they've set these things mm -hmm. at because everything's bumped up in price. I mean, the 4080 is a $1,200 card, Damn. right? A couple of generations, I've got a 2080. That would have been the comparable card during the time, a couple of years back. That was, that was just before the COVID lockdown. And I paid about £570 mm -hmm. for it. And really, it, it would be, have been going for maybe 700 when it first came out. 
that's a that's a massive mock-up. Yep, yep. Do, do you think do you think the people in the, in the gaming PC gaming market actually care anymore? Like, <laughs> I'm, and and I'm just compared. No, not sorry, not care about the cars. I'm care about the cost mm-hmm. as much. For example, people are used to paying twelve hundred, twelve thirty hundred pounds for an iPhone now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and and I think pre-pandemic. It was a bit of a shock. What people are used to, I see people with pros all the time. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't even think about the normal one. Yeah, yeah. And, and exactly, they'll find a exactly. way to justify <laughs> themselves, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're right about, you know, the pre and post pandemic is a little bit different. But at least with a phone or an iPhone, when you've paid a thousand pounds or whatever it may be, right? This thing is fully operational, it does yeah. stuff. Yeah. When you pay a thousand pounds for a graphics card, you still need to plug <laughs> it into something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's true. Yeah, it's a little bit different. It's you know, it's um, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what the thinking is. It, but I mean, I, I will say that the forty ninety actually sold comparably well at launch, whereas the forty eighty didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 it just seems weird that that people are spending this much. Again, I think Joe, like you, I I just remember the building gaming PCs. At a decent budget was was reasonable, but they're they're getting to a point where it's just insane. But I don't know what they're playing on these things. Like honestly, unless they're in the metaverse on 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 you know I don't know eight k per eye or something. I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, that's the no compromise, you know, like uh, you know GPU uniform. You know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I just I just find the whole thing um, quite strange mm-hmm. in, in many ways. And <laughs> there's no games being released even. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's the other thing. I mean, how how good does it need to be when it becomes you know imperceptible to the human eye? I mean, that's that's the other thing. But any anyway, let's move on to AMD, right? I mean, AMD usually kind of seen as the the savior of PC gaming. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they effed up this time. There's no there's no doubt about it in in my mind. I mean, they're usually quite good in their marketing and announcements. So when they announced the uh, 7000 series RDNA 3 graphics cards, I think the performance kind of increase was around about, I believe it at the top end of it, it was 1.6 to 1.8. Yeah, versus the last, their their last generation. Didn't materialize Hmm. based on testing. Yeah. Um, And then... Obviously, a lot of negative press around, let's say, uh, throttling, which I believe is actually a very isolated kind of issue with a small number of, uh, let's say, AMD-specific cards, really, with their vapor chamber. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But then there's all this talk that the drivers are not good. <laughs> it needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was uh, rumors that... Um, AMD kind of software engineers were working over the, you know, like the the December period to to get some improvements out. Um, like it, and you know, it, it looks bad even from the efficiency standpoint, mm-hmm. which is kind of bloody amazing when you're talking about AMD. So something's gone wrong there. Yeah, something has definitely gone wrong. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see if, if they do release some. You know, like updated drive. I know there have been updated. You know, you know. Uh, let's say updates to the drivers. Um, you know, what might happen? Mm. 
but there's there's something that's not quite right here. I'm wondering if it's because yeah. they just push too far with the because it's it's quite. I mean, that reminds me of what happened with my my car with the five uh, five thousand seven hundred series, mm. um, where there was driver issues, but they did stabilize eventually. But it had, took a lot of work for them to do that. Although actually, I I think I had an update on my AMD drivers where they removed some features, even even hitting my one as a result. Um, but I think there was a patch that, that that fixed it as well. Yeah, they're not the best when it comes to software. That's for mm-hmm. sure. They're improving, but you know, it's widely known they're not they're not the best. You know, they they haven't quite done it Intel in this space, but you know. Yeah, or well, at least for GPUs anyway. I mean, CPUs yeah. is another story. Yeah, I mean CPUs they're quite strong. I mean, but I will say, I mean, like what one of the defining uh, moments, I guess, for them is that they they move they move the chiplets. You know, um, and it's the first time on a GPU space they've done that. So, speculating, you know, some of these issues could be down to that kind of like mm. massive architectural change yeah. with the drivers and, and the like, and um, it hasn't been smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of almost feels this is their kind of like um, first, first, uh, first yeah. series of a yeah of a new generation. Yeah, so. It, It'll be kind of quite interesting. Quite interesting. Mm. I mean, the, the other downside is obviously the ray tracing isn't really as strong as the Nvidia cards. They're a, they're a generation down, so it's comparable to say the 30 series. Yeah, just you know, no bad thing in itself. Actually, you know, let's let's be honest. But you know, they're they're at, they're catching up, but they're still a generation behind. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. And they talked about FSR three. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, but they they talked about it, but they didn't really say what it was or what it does. So WTF is it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I don't know if that was in response to DLSS three or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, wow, oh, what, what is this? Well, they they might have moved to a new kind of like technical architecture, but you know, right now, well, you know, they're not in, they're not in the good the good books of many people, and you know, they're not even trying to. Com- Pair themselves to the forty ninety as well. Mm-hmm. So they're they're seventy nine hundred XTX. That's a that's about a thousand. And performance wise, it sits between the forty ninety and the forty eighty. Their seventy nine hundred XT sits be- between I think the forty eighty and forty seventy mm. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So and and when you when you count for ray tracing, you know they're losing mm-hmm. comparably. You know. So you know it's 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 interesting. I mean, there's there's comparable performance there, yeah, but, but there's yeah. there's certain some there's some things that just don't make sense. You know, so I I think they feels like they rushed the release. Yeah, these things weren't ready. But at the price to performance that you're mentioning there, it seems to be in the right spot though. If it's a, if it's if the seven thousand nine hundred XTX is the in between the forty ninety and forty eighty, and cheaper than the forty eighty, then it then, then price performance wise, it should be better. Although, if there's drivers issues, and obviously <laughs> you're not going to get there, right? So. Yeah, there's, there's issues in, um, you know. But I mean, I think the 7900 XTX is is good. The 7900 XT is bad, mm-hmm. you know, because that's actually 900. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, in that yeah. case, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 900. It's so. Mm. You know, with significantly worse RT performance. To be honest, so yeah, not not a great time for you know for you know for the GPU market. I mean, we still got this duopoly. 
NVIDIA and AMD still rule. And that's, I think that's, that's a problem because it kind of feels like AMD are kind of wanting to behave more and more like NVIDIA. <laughs> you know, they had an absolute opportunity here because the negative press around, the, especially the 40, 80, 12 gigabyte mm -hmm. was terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they literally tried to sell what would what was a 70 series die as an 80 series die to justify a price hike as much as I understand it. But then, you know, yeah, AMD comes out. Yeah, we know you effed up. <laughs> but we like your style. Yeah, no let's problem. join the bandwagon. We'll kind of do something similar. Yeah, yeah, you're making money. We're making money. Who's, what's the, what is, what is there not to like here? You know, so prices do suck. I mean, like, you know, come on. You know, don't get it, yeah. I also do wonder about what the hell is good enough these days, if you know what I mean. You know, we, we talk about some of the performance of these uh, GPU parts. Price, prices aside, you're getting, even for the 4070 tie, you're getting double the performance of um, a PS5 and Xbox Series X. Crazy, Easily, yeah, yeah? Crazy, with crazy. better RT. Yeah. So, yeah. what is good enough? And I kind of, I just, I just do wonder this, this perpetual kind of like uh, push of towards more and more and yeah. more and more. Like it's it, just it, like games that aren't built for it yet. Well, and and actually, do you need it? Right. I think we've discussed in this podcast before. I've said, you know, what's what's next? Like, I mean, your eyes can only handle so much. <laughs> do you need more? Do you need more fidelity? Do you need? Do you need any more? I don't know. I'm just kind of wondering, you know, we're, we're fast approaching where, you know, like um, our GPU technology basically is going to outstrip what our basically display technology can do. You know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's good that AMD have basically moved on to chiplets because this could be a way for them to kind of compete with NVIDIA because there's, there's all sorts of cost implications in terms of going to chiplets, there's all sorts of, you know, innovation, right? And it is a, this is a primer in order for them to get there. Fair enough. But you better produce next time round. Otherwise, no one's going to bloody care, chiplets or not. But one thing that I will call out, which is I feel was quite interesting, worth calling out, it was AMD at CES, actually. They're actually introducing their AI tech, finally. And, you know, I, I don't know if you guys remember, they... Um, then they bought Xilinx, yeah, it's an FPGA company, and what they've got now for the um, the AI component is it's it's a they described I think it was a configurable or customizable you know AI component, which kind of speaks to you know what what kind of an FPGA is really in reality, right? Uh, but they're rolling it out for their laptops. Mm -hmm in the kind of like uh, their new mobile CPUs, which actually look and sound quite good. There's there's a 16 core high-end variant mm -hmm. of it mm. uh, with integrated graphics and obviously this, a, this, kind of this AI component to it. So it's got an AI engine. But again, that might mean at some point you're going to see more and more AI in AMD graphics. Or uses of AI named mm. graphics, more so than current day. Are, are, are these just they're just like tricks to just squeeze more out of the existing architecture? I think they are. I think they're they you know they are they are they are tricks, right? Rather than you know the idea is not to brute force everything. 
Yeah. Because if you think about a GPU, is it's just a massively multi kind of like uh, you know processing kind of like piece of silicon. Yes, it, yeah. it, it it does the same type of processing transaction at high volume, right? Yeah. 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 Are you, are you, yeah, you're just using AI, for, you know, for tricks like you know you kind of image improving images, kind of like fake frames now. Yeah. You know all of that sort of thing and. Uh, it's it's a way to get you know uh, more out of less, you know, when it's all said and done. Uh, there, there was one just off-piece question I wanted to ask you guys. You know, I think we many podcasts ago we I we're talking about uh, the any big shifts happening in architecture and processes. <laughs> uh, where does quantum computing and the, that impact on chips and fundamental change in architecture of some of these chips play are we are we many years out mm. from that like 10 15 certainly from the consumer space i think we are i think i think it's i think it's miles yeah off. there's only a, yeah. a few it? a few um large companies that have started to actually offer up that service and honestly there's not a huge amount of use cases that that need it right now and it's too expensive so even for enterprise level it's too expensive consumer we're miles away I, and i can't see the need for it yet yeah so the, the calculations that it's going to do, if anything, it's probably things like security and encryption that it's probably going to mess up the most. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be a weird time when it does actually start getting more cost-effective at an enterprise level. Yeah, yeah, I can't see it being in a consumer product mm. for a while. And I, I, you know, I mean, I, I I remember kind of like um, going to a session on quantum computing. I literally couldn't understand it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's literally the thing I was going to say. I, I've been trying to get my head around how it actually works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just couldn't understand it. I mean, like, it's like, what does this mean? It, it's you know, the like, calculation. It's, it's the simulations that you get off it. Um, so yeah, but even with that out, it just felt it felt so kind of uh, out abstract what was being described. I just I just couldn't kind of. Uh, you, that, that, but that's what I mean. You need some proper use cases of what is it actually solving. And there will be some niche things that it could solve that's much better, much faster than than possibly certain things. Uh, and I think yeah. that's the thing that will bring it to life. Yeah, I, I just didn't get how it works, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah I, like... I, 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 we're going to go piece here. But there's, there's some really crazy things around where if you're simulating multiple versions of the same thing, it can help yep. do that type of processing yeah but that's why the security versus... encryption space is the is the place in which it could potentially break that quicker than possibly yeah. anything else that's out there yeah I, I need to sit down with somebody who's an expert in this and, well, and ask them why <laughs> 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 yeah. you tell me why <laughs> just just tell me in a sentence why <laughs> Yeah, Disney. and when am I gonna play? When am I gonna play Destiny on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, you know? when when they're gonna update a PvP map to play on on using <laughs> this new hardware? Yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> the time that quantum computing is gonna become the norm is when Bungie release a, a new PvP component for Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 we'll, I will be dead by then as well. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look. Getting back on track, I mean, look, that's the state of uh, GPUs, you know, at the moment. And uh, look, interesting stuff, but it, it's not been a stellar year, I think, uh, certainly for GPUs. CPUs been much better. Yeah, that's that's in a healthy, healthy state. GPUs, you know, NVIDIA, 
Yeah, they're still running. They're still running things, <laughs> <laughs> as it were. So, is him the the? I mean, like, all of this stuff in terms of designing these chips has to be done in you know as teams working in person in offices. COVID must have. Yeah, are, are these shit chips an impact before? I don't COVID think these are or, shit or chips. Ju- yeah, these are not shit. These are not shit chips, guys. The trouble is, these are overpriced mm. chips. Yeah, and okay, it's yeah. and it's also kind of like a bad marketing. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> that's the that's the problem, yeah. and there are teething problems. I'm sure, you know, it feels kind of like rushed. So, so I, I, yeah, I, I, are you saying that the the impact of everyone working remote in this industry is still yet to yet to fit it in the chips? These, well, they, well, yeah, possibly. They designed some of this stuff way before yeah. COVID. Yeah, they they they're, they're kind of designed years in advance every every generation's like years in advance so yeah yeah exactly and i think i've understood that amd mm. have got like uh, multiple teams who just kind of you know who just kind of deliver something and then kind of like you know uh work on the next thing that's a couple of generations ahead so they yeah. kind of like almost you know flipping from yeah tiktok and tiktok yeah and they're very very incremental as well in terms of yeah before, don't they? i guess it's the other thing yeah. yeah i mean the only the only thing that would have affected them would have been the actual supply of the chips in order to actually create them and then test them yeah so that's the only thing i i, I think actually the design work they design them once or a few times but they need to print out so many of them to test them and actually performance tune them in order to then get out, you know, that product. So it, it's, I, I don't think that's the, the, the people in the design phase isn't the problem. It's the testing. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times they might do, do design the things. Mm. I mean, it could be, you know, probably many, many, many iterations, but I, I don't think you can put any of this down to COVID. Mm. Because the problem yeah. is COVID and the impact of COVID hasn't set any of these prices necessarily. Yeah, I mean, there might be economical, economical. There might be economic factors because of COVID, but ultimately, I think these companies are setting the prices. And could they set the prices lower? I think they could. Mm. Yeah, mm. but so but why are the prices so high? You know, it's something. No, something. Yeah. What's the, what's what, what's the value of something? It's just the what someone's willing to pay so <laughs> correct correct yeah, that's yeah. what it is isn't it and, so. and that's what covid's really basically you know and it, you talked about this before jay right that's what covid's really done it's shown these companies that you know you consumers are willing to pay a lot more than we originally thought <laughs> damn what are we yeah. doing here yeah, exactly. we, we prices are going up and they're staying yeah. up yeah they're staying up yeah, until yeah people, absolutely you staying know, up vote with their wallets but it, it looks like people are still paying for it well you know you can you can vote with your wallets all you want <laughs> but when everybody's doing it you know like who where are you gonna walk to and like you, you've got then one other option is that do nothing i, I think you know? when it when it, i think we are so there's so much choice in so many types of entertainment has become a significant <laughs> escapism from the work life that people are willing, willing to, to pay, pay yeah to pay whatever whatever for in their whatever they're interested mm. in now it, it, but it's the same yeah. with you know again you know, <laughs> obviously i've spoken about free-to-play games and that sort of stuff if you treat it as a hobby then people are willing to pay for these tra- microtransactions and 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 as a result yeah they'll, they'll spend a lot more on it 
Yeah, true. True. I mean, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, the prices are the prices. Um, I, I don't, I, I think this is going to be the new norm unless someone very disruptive, probably not <laughs> Intel now, <laughs> yeah, is going to kind of like roll in and really disrupt the market and I, I you know maybe it's these china you know china challenges everybody keeps talking about maybe that's that's the only way that something's gonna happen because it, it kind of feels like amd <laughs> has, has lost their way somewhat mm. you know what i mean the thing is we won't um, be able to get it in the western market <laughs> no, <laughs> based on how things not. are escalating there's going to be some sort of huge crazy tariff against it as well you know who knows you know um but yeah it, you know it, in saying all of this, I, I think, you know, let, let's let uh, let's move on to the next topic. 